Welcome back to Tivating Patiently, the appreciation podcast that highlights, dives deeper, and celebrates the work and accomplishments of our Tony-winning national treasure, Aaron Tivate. My name's Elizabeth, and this week is another Sweeney Todd-related episode, or should I say Sweeney Tivate, and I have my friend Hannah. She's going to be on the podcast talking to me about her experience she went to this past Saturday night on Broadway, and she got to experience Aaron Sweeney Todd for the first time, and her experience was different than mine in that she went in completely blind to the show, the context of the songs, all of that. So just to hear her take and how she put everything together and what she thought was just a lot of fun. And Hannah's just amazing. Her energy and her passion and adoration for Erin just shines through in how she talks about it and the show. And just like the rest of us, she is scheming and trying to figure out ways to get back before these 12 weeks are up and Aaron is no longer playing Sweeney Todd. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Hannah. Hannah, thank you so much for being back on the podcast. I know you were on a couple months ago and you shared your whole Aaron story and how you got started with him. And now this past weekend, you saw him in Sweeney Todd. And I wanted to talk to you because most of us kind of went in with some expectation of what the show was about and what to expect and had had seen either a slime or multiple clips but you seemed like you went in completely fresh which I think it it would be great to just hear your take and hear how your interpretations and how you took in different things I'm just really excited to talk to you and I know you are a huge Aaron fan so seeing him in (laughs) in this role had to be really special so just I guess just to start let's like rewind and what was your reaction back in October when we finally got the announcement of him oh my gosh well (laughs) I kept telling people like I was so excited for this show because I had been counting down the days since October 31st but I remember like seeing your posts and seeing that like there was a rumor that he was going to be Sweeney Todd I'm like there's no way like that would just be too good to be true there's no way So when it did get announced on Halloween, I texted my husband, Clayton. I'm like, it's happening. This is real. And he said, please don't make any rash decisions until I get home from work. (laughs) I was like, okay, deal. I can do that. So we bought tickets that night, went ahead and and planned the trip. Um, But that's like why we were coming to New York was to see that. So Mm -hmm. I was just like over the moon, over, over the moon, so excited to see him on Broadway again, because I just saw him last year in Moulin Rouge. And I know that he went like a super long time, like years and years and years not being on Broadway. So it just Mm -hmm. felt like really, really special that we got to see him again. And I just felt like so proud of Aaron because I know that this is like a big deal to him. This is a big role and a dream for him. So I was just excited for him at the same time. And his debut day on February 9th, I was like nervous all day. <laughs> like I knew I knew that he was going to crush it. I knew that it was going to mm-hmm. be great, but I just felt like that sense of like this is a this is a big deal for him. And I just like I want him to be happy with how he does, which that sounds probably so silly, but yeah, it has all been very exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it makes sense and one of my friends said like how rare it like how rare it is to 
see somebody literally live out their dream right in front of you. Yeah. Like, like you're saying, like, you're so proud of him, but you were nervous. It's like, we just knew from things that he said that this was something he's dreamt of, something he wanted to do. He always imagined it later, but here it was and he yeah. was doing it. So just that whole, yeah, that whole experience. Yeah. But yeah, so you going into the show, like what, what did you know about Sweeney Todd leading into it? Like just, just for context, like for me, this was my first time seeing it live, but I did see like a slime of Josh and Annalie just to kind of know what oh, okay. the storyline was. Yeah. So what was your experience prior to seeing so, it? So I had never seen the movie. Um, I had never seen the show. I had listened to the album with Josh kind of on and off. Like it was on my playlist, but my playlist is like 500 songs. So I would <laughs> hear one like every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um but like every time I would listen to the songs, I would think like, I really need context for what's going on because I have no clue what's happening. Like my biggest questions going into it were, who the heck is Joanna? Who is Joanna to Sweeney? Um, who is this sound like crazy sounding person in the album? I didn't know if like the crazy woman was mrs lovett like i thought does mrs lovett have like multiple personalities going on is this also her so like i really knew nothing other than sweeney todd was a barber and he murdered people and like i didn't i watched everything that you've posted like i've watched videos but still like that didn't give me enough context so Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I remember I texted you at intermission. I'm like, my mind yes. is blown right now. And I think like, obviously we're talking spoilers here. So if you don't want to be spoiled, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> but like when he, when Sweeney killed Mrs. Lovett, my jaw dropped. Like I, I had no idea. I didn't see it coming. I had no idea that Sweeney tied and I was like, or that he died. I was like, holy crap. They just killed Aaron on stage. He's dead. Um, What else? Oh, Clayton called from the beginning that the beggar woman was going to be Lucy. I, I was like, you know, maybe, but I was still very shocked by that. Just the whole thing, like the judge wanting to marry Joanna. I was like, WTF is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, just shocked by the whole thing in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad what, I kind of went in blind like that. Mm-hmm. What made Clayton feel that the beggar woman was Lucy? He said the fact that she was such a recurring character, mm-hmm. he just kept thinking like, why would they have her keep coming back into the scene? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess he made the connection of like the poison didn't go right. And that's why she's all jacked up now. Mm-hmm. But he always calls stuff like that. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. So you said you've listened to the soundtrack, you've watched some clips, like based on those little things, was there something that you were really looking forward to going into it to seeing Aaron do? Yeah, I was really looking forward to Epiphany, of course. Um, I just thought he absolutely crushed it. Um, I was there with my friend who she had never seen Aaron before. She knows that I'm obsessed with him. She didn't really know the story either. And at intermission, she was like, I think I understand now. Like, I think I've fallen in love with him. And she loved his, how he sings the octave up in um, 
Epiphany. She loved that little part. Um, so I was really excited to see him do that. And then I was really excited to see By the Sea and mm-hmm. um, The Worst Pies in London. So I feel like those are like iconic. And I have to say Sutton Foster is hilarious. She she, is. she was just absolutely fantastic. I could not stop laughing at her. And another thing I wanted to say was I think that like their dynamic makes so much sense specifically with them to cast in these parts because like Mrs. Lovett is obviously obsessed with Sweeney Todd and like Josh Groban, he's an attractive man, but like Aaron Tveit, he's very, very hot. So like <laughs> it makes sense that she's like all over him, obsessed with him. So I felt like they were really well cast in that way. Um, but yeah, I just I thought Sutton Foster was hilarious. I didn't really have much expectation for her because obviously I was more concerned with Aaron. Yeah. But she was great. I loved her. I loved her too. I thought she was great. And she really made, she was like such a surprise for me with how much I laughed during the yes. show. Yes. Yeah. I felt like I was laughing out loud constantly, especially during By the Sea um, when she like crawls on top of his lap and then slides down and uses her feet to like move his glasses, uh, touches his boobies. I was just dying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. She's, she's wild. That yeah, that number is pure chaos. Like in yeah, in it's a great so way. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, so good. So in the beginning, like you saw the little clip of night one when it's the ballad and Sweeney comes forward. Could you hear him? Like, was the crowd as insane as it was the first night? Like when he comes through the fog, we could not hear him when he started. Was the crowd like that Saturday night when you went, or were you able to hear him sooner? What was it like? That's a good question. I screamed so loud when he <laughs> came up through the fog. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I was probably part of the problem, but I felt like people were screaming. Like mm-hmm. it was very, very exciting. And I think he definitely had to sing like a line or two before you could actually hear him. Right. Mm-hmm. I so. think it's always going to be that way. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I think it's always. an exciting part for anybody who's in the role, but. I mean, for someone like Aaron, who's only in it for 12 weeks, I feel like the majority of people are coming to see him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just very exciting. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you said you were most excited for Epiphany, um, Worst Pies in London. Like, I'm trying to think of like guiding questions for you, but if there's something like specific that you've really been thinking about. Um, I was also really excited for A Little Priest. And I thought that was fantastic. Um, I think Sun Foster just has really good, what do they call it? Physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. She's just so good. And I feel like she just the whole time is trying to get Aaron to laugh, which I think is so funny. I would be doing the same thing. Um, and my, my in-laws were there with us. And my father-in-law after was like, I just really wish they would have used real meat during that scene. We we're like, what are you talking about? It's <laughs> like, it's supposed to be fake meat. Like they are, they're imagining these things. They're saying like, what if we had this? Mm-hmm. So he's so silly, but yeah, I was looking forward to that one. And all of my expectations for the show, like they were high, but they were just completely 
blown out of the water by how good it was. Like all of the music, I feel like the whole cast was perfect. I really like the choreography for the ensemble. I think it's mm -hmm. just so cool. Um, so yeah, I just, I loved all of it. <laughs> so you said you went in like curious about who Joanna was. Do you remember like your reaction when you figured it out? Yes. So I was like, okay, Joanna's his daughter. That makes so much more sense now. Mm -hmm. um, but poor things. I was so confused during that song. I just had a really hard time following like what happened to Lucy? How did she get to this point? Why did Sweeney get sent away? I feel like I was just really confused during all of that. Of course, I eventually like caught on to everything but i think mm -hmm. because i didn't know anything about it that kind of did mess me up a little bit or set me back yeah um so yeah i was excited to finally know who joanna was and i think one of my favorite parts is that scene where um swingy's walking down the stairs and the stairs like rotate mm -hmm. and i had seen that on instagram many times and and thought like i can't wait to see who he's going after like who is he about to kill and when i realized it was joanna i could not believe it <laughs> it's like he's gonna yeah. kill his daughter after doing all of this to try to like get her back to him mm -hmm. all of it was just so good I know it, it's so good, and it's crazy when you you realize how far gone he is by that point when he's yeah going after her. Because I I've talked about that with my friends, like how like it's heartbreaking how he just wants his wife, he wants his daughter, and how just in a blind rage he is that he doesn't make the connection with Lucy before he does he does that to her and he does yeah of course like why would he make the connection to joanna he knew her as a baby yeah which but it's just sad no idea. That, right it's just sad and of course mrs lovett wouldn't tell him mm -hmm. <laughs> no but i just yeah mrs lovett miss lovett she's crazy <laughs> she, she's crazy she had her her own agenda oh so you said at the end because this moment was like interesting to me and somebody um her name's Cassie she said this after listening to the podcast before of um at the end when Sweeney's making the connection that Mrs. Lovett like knew all along yeah like who she was and he he crawls across the stage and gets to her and my friend Cassie is like she finally has what she wants all of his attention is on her mm -hmm, just in mm -hmm. in the completely wrong way yeah I didn't even think about it that way and yeah. I feel like she's, like, so absorbed in the fact that, like, all of his attention is on her. She does have everything that she wants. It's like she doesn't even realize what's going on yeah. until it's too late. Yeah. She's, like, really trying to appeal to that humanity side of him. But, again, he's he's so far gone. And, of course, like, rightfully so by that point, all that she hid from him that whole time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, the moments that really stood out to me. His whistling... Yeah, I want to hear more about your thoughts, too. I loved the mm -hmm. whistling. It was so good. Yeah. And I thought, is this like a prerequisite? Like, do you have to be able to whistle well to be Sweeney Todd? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people were like, it's recorded. Um, and it didn't honestly didn't even cross my mind that it would be recorded. I'm like, it's, yeah, of course it's him. Like, yeah, I, I guess it's just Broadway, to me, baby. it's Broadway. It's Aaron. Like, of course, it's him just doing that 
perfectly. Yes. And yeah, it never even crossed my mind that it wouldn't be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so well done. He makes it just look so easy and seamless. And I think that goes to say for a lot of the show. And I know that like, I'm just always blown away by Broadway and all the choreography and remembering your blocking and your lines and the lyrics. Um, mm -hmm. But I felt like that was especially impressive, the whistling. And obviously he's like shaving the dude. Mm -hmm. um, same with the worst pies in London. There's just like so much choreography that Sutton is having to do during that, mm -hmm. that I just felt was really impressive. It's mm -hmm. a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, there's always a lot going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And same with, like you're saying, I guess, choreography, the little priest choreography after she gives him the cleaver to be an executioner and he dances backwards with her with that. Yeah. 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 I loved that that's, part. That's so good. And so many, so many people lost their mind over him just in that action with her. Uh -huh. <laughs> so. Yes. Super hot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and again, I just felt like everything she did was so relatable. Like I left the show feeling like I'm, I am Mrs. Lovett minus <laughs> all of her, her like crazy agenda. <laughs> How she just like hangs on to his every word and like tries to get as close as as close to him as possible it was just so funny and relatable and i think that's what made it so funny is it is relatable mm -hmm. she at least makes it relatable yeah you're interacting with like your crush of all these years and then, yes yeah that's yeah and you get the opportunity i would probably behave in the exact same way like <laughs> i would like to think that i would be cool but i would totally not play cool <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you never realize it till you're in that moment. But I mean, you've met Aaron. You were my role model at the meet and greet when we met him. I'm like, what is role Hannah doing? Because <laughs> I oh had zero gosh. chill and you you were my deep breath of, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I still look back at that moment. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so awkward. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have said that. But yeah, in hindsight, still perfect. Always yeah there's always those thoughts but it's a perfect memory for yeah each of us for sure yes yeah and um, i feel like one last thing i thought was impressive mm -hmm. in the show was joe is it joe Locke? Oh, yeah is that how you yeah. say his name mm -hmm. okay he was incredible he was yes i mean I like agree. his voice the tone of his voice the control of his voice his acting he was fantastic yes no and have you watched heartstopper I haven't. Have you? Okay. Yes. That's like okay. what I knew him from. Okay. So when they announced that he was going to be in it, I was like, that's so cool because I know him from Heartstopper. But like, I mm -hmm. never heard him sing. I think he's absolutely adorable. Mm -hmm. but he just did such a good job. We were all so impressed by him. No, I agree. I really thought he was well too. And I, but I did, I went in not knowing anything about him because I hadn't yeah. seen, seen Heartstoppers. But I mean, it's smart casting. For Sweeney right now because it's got it's the Sutton fan base it's Aaron it's Joe Locke yes like all together plus yes. Sweeney so yeah it's they did it it's a good cast right now and you said that they didn't stage door Saturday night because it was freezing nope. yep but you had the opportunity to go back on Sunday and yes. you caught him in which turns out to be like the look that broke the internet of him in that green <laughs> bright that green bright green jacket <laughs> like 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you had, you had a good spot. Did you, how long were you standing there before the end of the show? Like, do you think before so, you came out? We got there at like 4.40, I want to mm -hmm. say. Yeah. And there were already people wrapped all the way around the barricade. Mm -hmm. And I heard a couple people say they got there around four and that was how mm -hmm. they got like their front row spot. So we mm -hmm. were like second, but you know, the front row people got to take selfies with him. So mm -hmm. of course I was jealous of that. Um, but yeah, I think when the show, when the show actually got out, it was insane. I think it was probably like five till five. Mm -hmm. Um, and there were people like just in the street going all the way across the street to the next yeah. sidewalk over. It was just, it was absolutely insane. So I was almost relieved that we, that he didn't do stage door when we actually saw it because I would have been so far away Mm -hmm. And I know I would have been so disappointed by that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, he did sign my playbill. That's the first mm -hmm. Aaron signed playbill that I have. I'm going to frame it. <laughs> yes. Um, the judge also signed my playbill. Mm -hmm. I don't know what his name is. I'm so sorry, judge. Um, Sutton did come out. She yeah, like she just waved sign. at everybody and mm -hmm. kept on moving. I think that was pretty much everybody that came out. But I think Aaron ended up coming out at like 515 Okay. And we and like the people around us were saying he's not coming out. I think I texted you this. Yeah. They're like, he's not coming out because he has a fashion show tonight. And I was like, a fashion <laughs> show? Like what fashion show is he going to? Um, but we I was like, I we just have to try. We had a dinner reservation at five. I was like, screw the dinner reservation. This is way more important. And I'm so glad that we waited because yeah. yeah. He came out in that little green shirt and his little beanie looked so freaking cute. And he went down the in entire line of people yeah. and just like is just signing as fast as he possibly mm -hmm. can. Um, he was so kind and took selfies with people that were on the front row. He was just wonderful as always. Yeah. And he has two security people with him now. He does, which yes. that blew my mind. I was like, wow, he has two security people. Mm -hmm. it's crazy I mean, he has to for that that crowd and mm -hmm. yeah just who he is he yeah it's good that he has that and yes. it's good too that even in that situation he's still taking the time and coming out and after that beast of a show that he's still giving yeah. all that time to the people that saw the show or those that have been waiting for hours mm -hmm. to see him so hopefully he'll continue to do it but yeah. if he doesn't, it'll be even more special the days that he does. Yes, for sure. For sure. But you said him – go ahead. I was going to say when he came back to Moulin Rouge, like, he mm -hmm. never did stage door. Like, mm -hmm. he never came out. He did, like, mm -hmm. what, the first night and the last night, and that was it? Yeah, he didn't sign the first night. I think his last weekend he came out and signed. Yeah. And definitely, definitely the ninth he did. That was insane. But that mm – -hmm. his last night on Moulin Rouge was – at that time, I thought that was pure chaos. That was mm -hmm. calm compared to everything that Sweeney has been. Like yeah. that stage door. Yeah. For sure. And to your point, like, I feel like that character of Sweeney is so opposite of who he is. I mean, it's just a very heavy, emotionally draining character to play. Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine, like, him being an introvert. Just how exhausting that would be. And especially mm -hmm. to do it two times in one day and then to come out and do stage door, like, 
And then how do you go home after that and just be a normal person? Like, can you imagine? <laughs> how do you come down from that? It's just crazy. Yeah. I'm sure he, he rides the wave for hours after <laughs> just yeah. trying to come back down from that, like you said. But also, I think he knows it's just 12 weeks that he's in this role. So yeah, he's probably trying to just soak in. Yes, every, just make the most of it. Yeah, every aspect of it, which is crazy. But you said about him like taking selfies and signing all the playbills. Somebody sent me a video of him and he's signing playbills. He looks up, takes a selfie while shuffling to the next playbill and signing it all while looking at someone's camera. <laughs> like it's <laughs> what a professional. Like he, yeah. And he signs it like dead in the same spot every time. I'm like, yeah, you got this. Yeah. So but it's just he's fun to like, watch him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend um, met him at the stage door for mm -hmm. Moulin Rouge the first time he was in it. Mm -hmm. And I remember her telling me that. And she said, yeah, he was so nice. Like he said, hello, signed our playbill. And then he got on a skateboard and just rode away. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> the funniest thing. And I told Clayton when we were waiting for him at stage where I was like, well, long gone are the days of him just being able to skateboard away. Like he mm -hmm. cannot do that anymore. I know. But it did make me admire him so much more for doing the stage door. Because it was mm -hmm. also very cold that day. Mm -hmm. He didn't even have on a jacket. He just had on that little corduroy shirt. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, to take the time to like sign as many as he possibly can. And another thing we were talking about is like being in that headspace of knowing like I am the star of this. The majority of these people are here to see me. So like I'm going to do my best to like try to see as many of them as I possibly mm -hmm. can. Just mm -hmm. I just admire him so much no absolutely and like yeah he doesn't owe anybody that so just that he's done it already as much as he has yeah it's just special yeah and I know there was like so much criticism going into this role and I've still seen a lot of not nice comments about his voice and how he's not a baritone and blah 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 who cares his voice is perfect there are definitely moments in the show where you can tell it sits lower in his register and it's not his comfortable range. But like his voice is, is beautiful. It's perfection. Mm -hmm. I thought he crushed the role. It's not miscast. It's perfect. Yeah. And that's like part of the beauty of it too is you get to see different actors' takes on, yeah. on characters. So like of course those that have seen it with other people, you're going to have – you're going to feel that comparison, like just even thinking Moulin Rouge with the different Christians. Yeah. But it doesn't take away one versus the other. It's just exactly. different. Just different. Just, just different. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm already scheming how I can go see it again before he's done it. <laughs> oh, I hope that works out. Yeah, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today and continuing to support this podcast. It is just so much fun to hear about others' experiences with Aaron and seeing him in roles, just knowing how many people just adore him and admire his work. So just to hear other takes on it is always just so special and so fun. So thank you, Hannah, for being a part of that with me this week. And if you're looking for more fun Aaron content, please follow along on Instagram at Tevating underscore patiently or over on TikTok at Tevating patiently and hope to have you back here for episode 77.